When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live on SENSA, welcome to Eagles Radio. For Norma's homes, build a better life, and My Money House, get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Tuesday night again, and it's time for Eagles Radio. Welcome to the show, and Eagles Radio is all thanks to My Money House. Get a financial health check Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. My name's Paul Bonzer. Alongside me back this week is Luke Powell. Powley, welcome to Eagles Radio again. Yeah, thanks, Bonz. Uh, hopefully everyone's had a good Easter. It's been a, been a good break and yeah. uh, good to be back. Nice to have a couple it of is. days off, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> not working and not... And, and with the footy on Good Friday as yes. well, so you had the whole weekend off. Definitely. Probably watched too much football, but ate too much chocolate, but yeah. We'll, That's all right. We're good to go. On the show tonight, Matty Goldsworthy is going to join us uh, and he'll talk about his season so far and the game coming up against the Bays and also Brianna Hyde from the women's program. And they're uh, coming off a win. So it'd be good to talk to Brianna, another up-and-coming star in the women's program. Yeah, looking forward to it. I think um, that's one good thing about the season so far with the girls. We're actually getting to blood some some really good up-and-coming talent and uh, Brianna's part of that. And um, I think... The more games she puts into her uh, career, the better she's going to be. So, um, yeah, just looking forward to having a good chat to her. And if you want to be part of the show, you can. one three hundred seven three six seven three six, or you can text us on 0427-154-166 and uh, hopefully we can uh, take your call. Now, let's have a chat about the win against West Adelaide at home. Um, a pretty hard-fought Hard-fought game against Westies. It was. It was probably, for the purists, it probably wasn't a good game to watch, to be honest. It, um, it was a bit of a dour affair. And um, for us, it was horrible kicking, uh, not just on goals. I don't think we were great at hitting our targets. But, um, look, sometimes you've got to grind out a win. And you've also got to give credit to West Adelaide. They they come with a, a, a game plan and sort of stuck to it pretty well and made it hard for us to score. And, um, yeah, good, good learning curve, I think, for the boys just to understand that that's you know it's not always going to be free flowing for them and there's a lot they can work on yeah 13 point win eight goals 15 as you said not fantastic king 8 15 63 to 7 8 50 so a lot more scoring shots um and and you're right especially especially early i thought we wasted the ball a fair bit um yeah and it just maybe unsettled do you think it unsettled the the team a little? Yeah, I think so. It's often in games, if you don't get going early, and especially if you start missing, you know, two or three, that next bloke who's got a shot on goal and, uh, you know, he misses it. And, um, yeah, we probably had a few, like we always do uh, lately with young kids, that, uh, a few shots sort of on the 45-degree angle and they try and do the snap kick and that doesn't work and then the pressure builds. But um, And then I think, yeah, you just get for you get into that trap of just go, oh, we need to score and more pressure comes, you know, you, you worry about the things you shouldn't be. And that's, you know, essentially what's happened on the weekend and hopefully we can get back to it. Guys who did perform well, Dan Menzel, three goals again. 
Uh, Zane Williams, three goals. Good to see him. He's been, he's been getting a bit of the footy, but uh, missing, missing a couple of shots the week before. So good to see him get three goals. One to uh, Nutsy Orman and one to Dane McFarlane. Well, let's have a quick chat about that around the corner kick. Because yep. I think it's something that I guess the old school football watchers just can't understand why guys at that level can't kick a drop punt through the middle. Yeah, oh. I think it's interesting. I think some guys are really good at it, and then I think mm. some just try to do it because they see it all the time. Everyone else doing it, but um, like Dan Menzel for us is a perfect example. He, yes. he feels a lot more comfortable on it. Probably helps his knee as well, kicking on that angle. He's his knee's been uh, through a fair bit, but um, you know Dan's been doing that for a long time. And, yes, but uh, yeah, to me it's I can understand when they're on a really acute angle, but it, it, for it. Sort of forty-five out. Uh, when you most most times the guys that are having these shots are beautiful kicks, mm. but it's just a confidence thing. So whether they feel more confident with it or not, but um, yeah, it's I think it's the old poison chalice, is it? If you if you kick it, you're good. But if you don't, it's there's a pressure going to be on, and you just hope, um, yeah, hope more often than not you're kicking them. Do you think uh, it'll get to a point where the coach ban certain players from doing it around going around the corner? Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, I, look, I think your specialist forwards, are, in terms of your small forwards, uh, like your Zane, who, you know, Zane's quite good at it as well. But, mm. um, yeah, I think if you're starting to see a guy miss one or, you know, two or three in a row over a space of a couple of games, I think yeah, it might be a, a quick call in the coach's office and sort of set him straight. But, um, yeah, I look, it's it's all through junior footy at the moment. It just... Uh, I, lucky enough to coach some under-10s footy, and that's all they want to do is just kick from the boundary. And, um, but, yeah, it's just keep whacking their head against you know, the wall so to say, yeah, kick So it it's all Letty Betts' fault, is that what you're... Well, yeah, it is, but um, <laughs> he made it good. So, that's right. Yeah, 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 we're not all at that level. No, really. that's right. Um, another debutante this week, Jordan Lukak, uh, who I guess has been sort of on the fringe. His name's been mentioned a lot of times before his deb, uh, debut. Um, how did you see his game on the weekend? Yeah, I, th- I thought Jordy actually did quite well. Um, he's probably played a role that he's not really uh, used to. Like, it's obviously our rucks stocks at the moment are, are really low with a couple of uh, key injuries. But um, for Jordy to sort of go in the ruck and obviously swap with Connor and... Um, perform admirably I thought he's um, obviously you know 200 centimetres the ball, he, ball got him a couple of times below his knees but as it should at that sort of <laughs> that height but uh, he, he's got a big strong future I think he's he's only going to get better as he plays more footy he's, he's a 19 year old kid that hasn't actually played a lot of footy in the last three years so um, through a couple of injuries that he battled with uh, early on but um, he's a super talent uh, I, I love the way he attacks the footy he's, you know, he's got that big strong body he's not afraid to to fly for his marks and to crash a pack. And, um, yeah, I think there's going to be good things to come. I'd love to see him play when we have uh, our main rock, rock stocks in, in place and just use him as a forward and uh, just see what he could do. Yeah. Um, you mentioned quickly there Connor Ballenden playing his uh, second game, his first game. He just looked fantastic. And, again, looks a guy that's, that's going to be really important as the season rolls on. Yeah, he is. Um, Connor's it's just going to be for him just to get the consistency of playing each week around new teammates. Probably it's um, he was uh, he had some re- uh, really good um, passages of play last week, and 
he was brilliant against uh, Norwood in his yeah. um, first game. So, uh, yeah, and again, we probably um, – Connor was more predominantly just going to be that key forward and pinch hit in the ruck a little bit, but he's probably had to take on that bit more of a, a load in the ruck as well. So once we get the balance right, I really think we're going to see that those strong performances from those guys. We'll talk about injuries later and, and talk about Redden. But um, is I, I guess does the club go through this period in a bit of a holding pattern and using the likes of Lukak? We saw Zach Phillips play a game against Norwood. Um, Ballon into the ruck. We've seen Jack Ferns yep. thrown into the ruck. Is, is it just going to be we all help out each other through this period until Redden and, and or Gilhouse get back in the lineup? Yeah, look, I think so. Um, look, it's always great if there's someone out there we can sort of see who's playing, whether it's amateur footy or uh, country footy, that, um, you know, players that have come through our system before that we might be able to have a chat to. But you also don't want to um, upset the balance of your squad. Um, you know, it's part of, I suppose, um, footy footy clubs and having strong seasons uh, uh, there's a huge element of luck in a, a lot of seasons um, and at the moment you know, we're on the wrong end of it but I think whether we have to swap Zach and Jordan um, put Connor through there we use Fernsey everywhere so I think he, <laughs> sometimes I think he enjoys going in the ruck for a bit of co- bit of a contest but um, yeah I, I think without talking out of school I think Shades will probably just keep trying different things until he gets the balance right yeah, and it's certainly, I think he's got not many options there that, uh, you know, you can't just throw a kid no. under the bus and just say, Zach Phillips, you're going to ruck for the next whatever, how many weeks. Yeah, the, yeah. Kid, the kids are going to have roller coaster times and you might want to test them. And if they're up to it, fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, you might get a, a, a diamond in the rough there. Definitely, and, and I think that's the beauty of opportunity. Like, it's there's probably guys like Zach would be one that would have at the start of preseason thought I'm, you know, I'm nowhere near playing footy, and all of a sudden he's he's getting that opportunity, and then his goals change. All right, well, if I put in the work and if I start doing a little bit more, maybe I can get that string of games through. And um, yeah, it's and on the other end as well in terms of. Um, our midfield, it's, it sort of gives them a bit of a challenge as well. Okay, we're not as lucky to have Big Red O just tapping it down our throats. And sometimes it can actually work better for you that, all right, let's go in with the mindset that we may not win every rut contest. So, and it allows you to put a lot more time into the opposition hit zones, uh, their ruckmen. Uh, and you often find, and you look at, um, you know, over many games that you can see where you've got a dominant ruckman and Collingwood is a perfect example. Brody Grundy's a great tap ruckman, but often Collingwood never win the clearances yep. because every opposition knows where he's going to hit it. So we can use that to our advantage if we need be. Let's chat about the midfield. So far this season, I think uh, they've been fantastic. Riley Knight is having a, a, a great start to the season. They're hard running, and we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, between Dylan Clark and, and him um, and I think that the bulwark of Jesse Lonigan in the, in the middle has has been a factor. While we've got a couple of wins, yeah, it is. Uh, I think Riley's, um, yeah, he's been outstanding. I think he's actually going to have a better year than he did last year. Yeah. I think last year he was he was terrific, but obviously that first year out of the AFL system, sometimes it can take a little bit of you know adjustment. And I don't think it took him long. But now that he's he's balanced in his life, he's he's had a job for 18 months where yep. he's no, it's not full-time football. Um, and yeah, he's 
to me, I think, you know, like he's, he's such a great leader of our footy club. He's, um, he drives the standards really well and it, and it shows on the field that he, you know, he's not just that guy that gets on the end of the footy. He's the one that goes in and gets it. He also is a hard runner on the outside. And I think he's brought the guys a lot and, and similar to Kobe much, actually, you know, Kobe's in the same situation where he's, you know, he's got that 12 months of footy behind him, 12 months of balancing your lifestyle out of AFL football. And he's really starting to show and, um, it was probably two years ago that was always one of Sheed's things that we needed to get more depth in our midfield and that's really starting to show now with the guys who got in there with obviously with a loss of a few before the start of the season but to see the guys back up has been it's been really encouraging you mentioned about the leadership of Riley Knight there and and from looking on the outside when you're watching a game you, you probably don't see him as a void you know, as a voice, you don't you see him as more of a quiet type. Go about his work, just do that. But you spend a night at training, and you can hear his voice all over the ground. He's, yeah, definitely. You, you can see him. He'll go up to certain players, and he, he, as you said, he lifts the standard at training. He's he's elite. He is. Yeah. He he. I think uh, we're very lucky now. It's and it's probably taken you know three four years, but you've got guys like. Riley Knight and Joe Sinor, who are outstanding, they're not, you know, you'll never, as you said, you'll never look at their actions on field and go, oh, geez, you know, they're, you know, they're boisterous or not, but they're mm. so vocal and in their direction. They're, yep. um, Concise. You know, yeah, and, the yeah. encouragement of where to run and, you know, they see the game ahead of most, which is, which is fantastic. And, then, you know, we'll jump in with the next guest we've got coming up soon, Matthew Goldsworthy as well. Like They're, they're not overly vocal people but their footy smarts uh, are outstanding mm. um we're just about to speak to maddie goldsworthy as you said um uh, back from concussion and he's hopefully just going to continue on he's had some bad luck the last year or so Goldie. he has yeah it's um it usually happens when you start ticking over that, that, that 30 <laughs> mark but um no he's he's been great i think um you know like I always often see Goldie out there on the footy field and think that he's he's been there for, you know, it feels like he's been here for, for 20 years. Like I've, yep. I've only been involved in the club 20 years, but it feels like he's been there the whole time. But um, he's still only 29, 30, so he could probably play for another five years. But, um, yeah, uh, super smart. Um, he's the most intelligent footy brain I reckon I've seen come through that footy club. All right, we've talked him up enough. Let's have a chat to him after the break. Uh, this is Eagles Radio on your home of sport, SENSA. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For enormous homes, build a better life. And My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Welcome back to Eagles Radio. All thanks to Incredible Smiles. Missing teeth or dentures? See Incredible Smiles today. Paul Bonzer, Luke Powell with you. It's Tuesday night and we've got our first guest on the line. You must be sick of seeing this bloke, Powley. Uh, it's Matt Goldsworthy. Goldie, welcome to Eagles Radio. Hey, boys. Thanks for having me. Now, uh, it was a tough, a tough fought win on the weekend against West Adelaide. What about your thoughts on the game? Yeah, I think that probably describes it pretty well. Um, yeah, we probably didn't play how we'd like to um, for long patches. Uh, it would have been nice to be a bit more accurate in front of the sticks. I think we kicked eight seventeen, so uh, made hard work of it, that's for sure. But um, I think, yeah, Westy's certainly come out and had a crack and we're right in it to the end. So it was nice to, I guess, still, yeah, get the win in the end. Goldie, from um, a spectator's point of view, it probably wasn't a great game to watch, but did you... 
out on the field, did the players feel, did you feel like you always had control of the game? I mean, I know Westies were you know close to us the whole time, but it always felt from looking from the outside that you always had that edge over. Is that how it felt? Yeah, well, I think we started actually pretty well um, and accurately. Like we had probably a couple of goal lead at quarter time, and then it was yeah, I guess through that middle part of the game where we kicked probably one four, one five in those middle quarters. So we certainly had, I guess, enough of the play and it didn't feel like um, they ever got any big run-ons as such. So, yeah, I guess that's a, probably a first lesson, mate. Yeah, we did feel like we were probably um, the better team, I guess, over the night. But, um, yeah, it'd be nice to, I guess, when you have much that much of the ball, it'd be nice to, I guess, uh, put a bit more score on the board and, and convert that into, yeah, a bit bigger win. How'd the super coach say it after the game? <laughs> super coach? Oh, super coach is, uh, I think he was probably happy to get away with a win in the end. So, um, yeah, I think we probably, round one, we were pretty disappointing and we bounced back pretty well out at Norwood. So, probably wasn't the progression we're after moving forward. But um, again, a win's a win. And two and one after three weeks, we certainly take that. Now, you've always been a pretty flexible player Goldie you play back you fill holes you go forward you're on a wing through the middle where do you think you play your best footy oh, wherever the coach needs me <laughs> don't, uh, don't give us that answer <laughs> <laughs> she isn't listening um, he's busy <laughs> nah, he'll tell me like, tomorrow when I see him nah, uh, where would I say I would say I'll go with uh, forward at the moment I think um that's where I'm playing the last couple of weeks and I've enjoyed going back there. Like you said, I've sort of been all over the shop over my career, but um, yeah, it's kind of going back to where I started as a kid and it's good fun kicking a goal. So we've obviously got a few out at the moment in that space with Clay Cameron and Troy Mendel. So um, yeah, the spot's opened up up there and um, yeah, enjoying my time. We talk about, we were talking earlier, Goldie, about the kick around the corner and I'll... I probably should have pumped you up, mate, because you, you are one that I, I would be happily let do that. Um, no doubt you've done plenty of them in your career. But, hey, mate, um, just obviously I, I see it every day, um, the way you balance your footy and the work commitments. But just for a minute, um, just to give people the insight how you battle the, um, the day-to-day hustle and bustle of a footy club, but then also um, the balance you get to you know, take that away from when you're playing as well. So you don't consume yeah. yourself in football. Yeah, oh, probably maybe sometimes I do, but I guess it's probably the challenge is um, separating. I guess like um, when you do finish at four thirty-five o'clock and you head across the training yard, it's like it's it's all footy, so it is hard to separate. I guess, but try and get to that point where I can switch the mind across to preparing myself and doing my role for the for the team on field. I guess, and I'm lucky I've got. Uh, yourself and our team manager John Socrates does a lot of work for me so I guess I handle a lot to him which he looks after for me when the boys are the boys are there which allows me to then focus on playing footy. We're speaking to Matthew Goldsworthy thanks to BCE and CJ Electrical Power, proud partners of the Woodville West Torrance Footy Club. Now Goldie, Powley mentioned the around the kick around the corner kick there for goal What's your what's your thought? Is there a certain angle you go on and you go, okay, now I'm going around the corner. Is it is it distance? Like if you're too far out, you're on the say you're 45 close to the boundary line. Are you going with a drop punt there, or you're still 
doing the Dan Menzel and going a 45 <laughs> metre around the corner kick. What, what's your thoughts, personal thoughts? Uh, it's for me, uh, I haven't actually had a chance to do one yet uh, this year, but I'll probably, yeah, it's probably, it's got to be on the right side for me. So that's um, running out with the left foot, kicking across the body. You can't really, I think the left foot check side's a bit harder. I'd rather kick a drop pump, but uh, I feel like once it gets to that angle, I'm not sure exactly what that degree is. But when you look at the gap between the goalposts and start to feel a bit tight, I think that's when you look to do it across the body where, yeah, like I said, Dan likes to do it um, probably from a bit more open angle. And yeah, you, there is the distance factor as well. You see it at AFL level, once you sort of start getting out over 35, 40, it starts to get a bit hard to get the purchase to get it to get it through the sticks. So yeah, somewhere for me would be inside inside 30 and yeah, need to be a pretty tight angle, I think. I'm pretty happy with the drop pump still. What about the stand rule coming in this year? Is is the thought of running up, you know, running out of that last couple of meters out on an angle? Do you think that helps the goal king accuracy? Because from the from the outside, it doesn't seem that way. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel like it's had a huge impact. Um, we've probably, yeah, there probably hasn't been heaps of opportunities that I can think of in our games to use it. But we did have one or two in the trial. Um, it's probably the long, it's probably not so much the tighter angles. It yeah. might be more the, the the longer goals where the man on the marks at the fifty, and you can actually sort of use that you know, run up speed and nearly get an extra couple of meters closer to the goal if you do it right. So I think that's probably more the advantage. That longer one, you might be able to just if you think you're on maybe just outside your distance, you can get yourself in a close enough shot to hit the hit the goals. Cody obviously had a big year last year away from footy. Um... Obviously, uh, married married Taylor, and um, you had your first newborn in little Oscar. How's it all been settled? How have you settled in with um, the new married life, and obviously the, uh, being a first time father? No, it's been good, mate. I've been pretty lucky. Um, sleeping very well. Oscar's been a great sleeper, which has been nice. So um, it all sort of worked out. Um, pretty well in the end not ideal but I hurt my shoulder and had to have some surgery and then a couple of days later we had Oscar so I was at home anyway um, for a few weeks there which sort of yeah made that time a bit more special to be able to spend those first few weeks with him and, and Tay so now that was awesome and yeah we're up to he's up 10 months now and just starting to crawl around the house and yeah it won't be long and he'll be running absolute muck I'm sure. Now, does, does Taylor look after you? Like I was pretty lucky; I got looked after as well. But um, the Friday night before a game, do you uh, do you get a bit of free reign and sort of sleep sleep on your own, or have you um, you still got to get up and do the dad duties? Uh, yeah, oh, she's pretty good most of the time. To be honest, she, she's got the monitor pretty closely in view, and I, I sometimes sleep through. I'm a bit of a heavy sleeper, but nice. um, he's actually been really really good. We're pretty lucky. We don't might be once or every week that he doesn't sleep through. So fingers crossed that remains. All right, big game against Glenelg on Monday at uh, Eagle Park. What um, What are your thoughts? Are you, are you excited about playing on Anzac Day? Are you excited against playing Glenelg again? Uh, what do we need to do to beat these blokes again? Yeah, no, it is an exciting day. Um, anytime you get to play on Anzac Day, it's pretty special. And uh, I'll see... Luckily enough that we won the flag last year, so we get to do that at Woodview as well. So, uh, Glenelg, yeah, what are they? I think they're 3-0, top of the ladder again. So, it's going to be a tough game. Um, yeah, they've got star players across the ground. So, uh, I think if we can get back to some of that 
Um, good contested high pressure footy we played against Newt a couple of weeks ago, and um, yeah, we're gonna have to bring that and be a bit more efficient in front of goal, and then we think this could be a real good chance. What's going to be their uh, your biggest challenge coming up with Glenelg, mate? Where do you think um, they need to be sort of quelled to get on top of them? Uh, oh, they're probably their midfield into forward line like Partington and Snook and Brett Turner's gone there last year and this year and playing really well. So got those three guys and forgetting uh, Matt Allen and Billy Stretch, like that's pretty high quality. And then they're kicking it to Nick Bain and Reynolds and Hosey. So. Um, probably if we can win the ball around the contest and and sort of if we are losing co- the contest there, it's a bit more under pressure, so it's not coming late out to those blokes. That's probably um, the key, I reckon. I think they'd be close to kicking 100 points every week, so your, def- your defence and midfield's definitely got to stand up. Now, Goldie, you've been very level-headed tonight and very composed, and I just want to know, on the field... Are- you're a bit of a yapper. Like, are you to get under people's skins? Do you have a bit of a say? No, no, not me, mate. No, I just go about playing like sometimes. It was funny with the obviously in the news at the moment, all the the uh, stuff we're talking back to the umpires that quite hasn't come into the sample yet. Um, and I did think back to myself that I did chat to the umpires a couple of times, but probably not so much to the players. I'd be more 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 likely to have a chat to the umpires. And, talk about a decision they may or may not have made. <laughs> Mate, thanks for your time. Uh, good to have you on the show and uh, work hard this week and have a good win again on uh, Monday against the Bays. Thanks, Goldie. Good luck, yeah. Thanks, boys. Matthew Goldsworthy there. All thanks to BCE and CJ Electrical. Great supporters of the Woodville West Torrens Footy Club for more than 10 years. This is Eagles Radio for incredible smiles. Get a more permanent fix for those missing teeth or dentures, check incrediblesmiles.com.au. It's halftime on the show. After the break, we'll speak to Brianna Hyde. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For enormous homes, build a better life. And My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. Thursday, uh, Thursday night, Tuesday night, Eagles Radio at Studio Lumo here at One King William Street. And it's all thanks to Kirkbright Seafood from the ocean to them to you. Brianna Hyde's going to join us, Pally, and excited to talk to young Brianna and see uh, how she's been going. And let's have a chat to her right now. Brianna, welcome to Eagles Radio. Hey, thanks for having me. Brianna, how are you? It's uh, Luke Powell here. Um, We'll just get straight into it. Obviously, you're originally from Perth. Uh, how'd you end up in Adelaide? Um, I just missed out on the draft last year and got a phone call, phone call from REL. Um, we've had a past when I was in the National Academy in about 2017. And when she became the Eagles coach, she obviously knew I missed out on the draft and reached out to me to see if I want to come over and play for the Eagles for a season. So I thought, why not take the opportunity, move away from home and try something new? And you're obviously you're a twin, and um, tell us about your sister, Michaela. Yeah, I actually am in a car park waiting to pick her up from the airport. She's come <laughs> to hang good. out with me for a week. Um, yeah, no, she's at Freo, as um, a few people know. Um, she's been there for two years now. Played every game this season except for round one, and she's doing really well, which is like I'm really proud to watch her play and just so happy that one of us has finally made it. So, 
What what about the battles, the footy battles in the in the backyard? Was it always always footy, or were there other sports, you know, netball, um, tennis, any other sports that you played as kids growing up together? Yeah, so we've both like loved footy since we were like really young, like Auskick um, age. She's a Collingwood sport. I'm a Richmond supporter. Um, we did Auskick like when we were I don't know really young, like five or six. But then Mum never let us play with the boys, so we played <laughs> at school lunch times with the boys, and that was about it. She did baseball for like. Uh, her whole child until we were about 15 and changed her footy and mum convinced that, well, we convinced mum to let us play footy. And I did um, athletics, so we did completely different, two different sports. I, she did a team sport, I did an individual sport, and then we found out that there was a Swan Districts women's side, so we convinced mum and we started playing when we were about 15. And, sorry, the difference between, let's talk about your time at Swan Districts and then coming across to the Eagles. Has there been a big difference? Uh, yeah, I think personally for me like um i've loved my time at swannies i've been there like my whole footy career uh like seven years six seven years um coming over to eagles just like a whole different playing field in the sample i find that samples a little bit faster uh, and they tackle a little harder over here which is um something different and fun but yeah i think just a bunch of girls completely different girls um love my swannies girls and love my eagles girls so i've made a bunch of new friends which has been heaps of fun Obviously, the the ambition still to play um, AFLW, and you know we we hope that hope that you get there, and we, we love nothing more than see um, achieve that goal. But um, what part of the game do you? What part of your game has improved the most since coming uh, coming over to the Eagles? Um, I think since coming at the Eagles, I've actually um, changed position. I've um, played half back and wing my whole life, as my sister's been forward and wing, so we've been opposite ends of the field. Um, but then when I came here, it's the first time I haven't played on the same team. And Rel said, do you want to have a shot at forward? I said, Rel, I've never played there before. And she's like, well, there's no reason you can't now. You said your sister's not down there. So she's chucked me forward. Um, so I think maybe a bit of my forward craft um, and just being a small forward has been something that's really been like new to my game and I've really enjoyed learning. Um, still a bit of learning to go, but every week when my sister watches my games online, she gives me a fair bit of feedback on um, how to play forward since she um, plays at Freo. But... Um, I think, yeah, just my ground balls and uh, my attack at the footy this year at Eagles has been different to last, uh, the last few years because Rel's been focusing with me on that. But, yeah, that's probably what I've been focusing on since being here. Yeah, I think your footy's, uh, you've had a really consistent year, so it's been really uh, really good to watch. Um, obviously, uh, the win against the Redlegs um, two weeks ago, you guys got the Easter bye, but... Um, do you feel that's um, starting to build now and obviously you would have seen that coming, um, moving ahead? Is the confidence in the group really there now to sort of yeah, attack the, the last part of the season? Yeah, the last few weeks before the Red Legs game, um, we've been really hungry to win and we work so hard at training and then um, we feel like we play a good two, three quarters, but we just couldn't like find that four-quarter efforts uh, the last few weeks. But in that Red Legs game... It was just something different. We all clicked on the field, all played our role, and, yeah, it gave us a boost of confidence. Um, even after the game, everyone was just... It's such a good feeling to win after having a few, like, close losses and games that we probably could have played a lot better than we did. Um, but, yeah, going forward gives you so much confidence as a team, um, especially against Glenelg, who we lost, uh, I think, first end at the start of the season. But, yeah, keen to go up against them this week and really play what like we did last week. And we should have some players coming back in as well, so that should help us out. But, yeah, I'm super keen to see how we go on the weekend. So you had, the, we- you had the weekend off. Sorry, Brianna. You had the weekend off. Did you do anything special over Easter apart from eat a lot of chocolate? <laughs> I actually um, buzzed back home. I went home on Wednesday night um, and only, got, only flew in 
late last night. So I went home for Easter, which was really fun. Um, we have a holiday house up in Lancelin back in Perth. So I spent there, the Easter there with the family. I ate a, yeah, a fair bit of chocolate, did an Easter egg hunt, made mum still do that, even though I'm 20 years old. So that was fun. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, brilliant. Um, Obviously, uh, first year over to the club. Um, who who have you gelled with the most? Who are your your vet your, your you know your closest mates in the team? Um, I I'm pretty close with um, Ryan Forth, Sparky, as I've I known her. But that's probably because she's a WA girl. Um, she used to play back in the Waffle a few years ago, and we've reconnected since being here. She's just really taken me under her wing, um, and like on and off the footy field as well. Uh, like lets me know on the field if I'm doing something good or something I should work on. And, yeah, she just always, when I went to Eagles, didn't really know anyone but her. So she introduced me to everyone and made sure I was, like, not always just standing there like a, all on my own kind of thing. And But, yeah, all the girls are really, were really welcoming to me and um, have I've made some really, like, probably lifelong friends here as well. So it's been really fun. Oh, great to hear. Now, what do you do away from footy, um, Brianna? Is there a real job? <laughs> yeah, um... I was going to start studying when I came here, but thought I'd really want to put all my time into footy. But I do actually work at Bunnings. Um, nice. Which I really enjoy. So, yeah, Bunnings is a good gig. The people here are really fun. Um, and, yeah, they work around my footy hours, which is really helpful as well. Beautiful. And, um, obviously, we take on Glenelg uh, this week uh, on Monday, uh, Anzac Day. Are you looking forward to playing, uh, playing on Anzac Day? Yeah, I've never played on Anzac Day before. Um, so that'll be something pretty special, I think. Playing with the boys, or before the boys, or after the boys um, on Monday will be really cool, and especially to have my sister here. She hasn't watched any of my games in person, so I've got to turn it on for her. So hopefully, play somewhat well. Beautiful. Actually, now that I know that she's uh, coming over, we might have to get her up for the lunch. I reckon. I so, think. I yeah. think that's a certainty. You need to go <laughs> get the girls up there on well, stage. Yeah. Get a free lunch if there, you're gonna get my, If you want to get... I know I saw that. Um, if you get my sister, my dad's actually flying in on Friday night too. Oh, so he better. wants to come over and watch the Easter game. So a bit of dad and daughter time would be nice. Consider it done. Now, uh, how, do you, how do you get over the Tigers on Monday night? It's going to be after the league game. So you'll start about five o'clock uh, under lights at the beautiful Montaigne Care Oval. Uh, how do you beat the Tigers? I think just with us, we got to just be on the ball early, I think, um, set the tone early. That's what we've been working on the last few weeks and really prove to them that um, we might have struggled at times this year, but we're still we're still here to show what we've got. Um, yeah, set the tone early, get the ball first, and I think, you know, win the scoreboard early. So, um, and under lights, we love playing under the lights. I think it's awesome. I never got to do night games back at home, so playing at night time is really cool for me. Thanks for being on Eagles Radio, Brianna. It's uh, been an absolute pleasure and good luck on... Monday night. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Brianna Hyde there. She was excellent. Yeah, really She good. talks fast. She does. Yeah, she's, 100 miles an hour. Fantastic. She's on a mission in life. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, Three-quarter time in the show, and after the break, we'll have the Good Life Injury Report and lots more still to come. This is Eagles Radio. On SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. For enormous homes, build a better life. And My Money House. Get a financial health check. Visit mymoneyhouse.com.au today. It's the last quarter of Eagles Radio. Paul Bonzer, Luke Powell with you. And all thanks to Normous Homes Building a Better Life. And Powell, we're going to talk about some injuries, which you know, no one likes talking about. We've got, to, we've got to do it. Thanks to our good friends at Good Life Health Clubs. Good Life Health Clubs. Achieve your fitness goals at Good Life Health Clubs. Let's have a chat. Word came out that... Uh, Troy Menzel has done his ACL, but it's it might not be that. 
No, it's a bit of the unknown at the moment. Obviously, um, Troy's background is that he had the last surgery um, a fair while ago, so it's sort of causing a few sort of different opinions at the moment. So, um, look, at the moment, um, Troy's obviously just going to do a bit of rehab and I hope that we, you know, we might see him um, in some part of, you know, maybe the next month or two, but, um, and just to see how that works. But, um, yeah, definitely, definitely not, uh, you know, a rule through his name at the moment. And there's uh, a bit of hope and uh, the doctors and physios are doing a fair bit of work just to see what we can do to hopefully have me back this, this year sometime. So at this stage, no surgery. No. We'll go for maybe four or five weeks. Yeah. Do look, some it, rehab stuff. Yeah. And, like he'll start doing rehab now and it's yeah. probably just to see how it goes over. Look, in two weeks, it might be okay. Like it's, um, it's, it's a bit of the unknown because of, um, obviously past history shown a mm. bit of, bit of damage there, but, um, yeah. And obviously Troy got through the game when he, when he originally heard it. So that's right. There was no going down, clutching the knee, no, none of that. And yeah. we we're quite surprised. I was quite surprised when I heard that he'd done that. And I said, well, when? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> was it yeah. at training? Because yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, it's a bit of a hold fire at the moment, and we'll um yeah, hopefully everything works out the the way we want it, and uh, definitely the way Troy wants it, because he's yeah, such a huge part of our team, and um he's his preseason was outstanding, so mm. it's the first real uh real decent preseason he'd been able to get through, and um yeah, there's still plenty of optimism there for from the footy club. Jimmy Tompas must be close. Yeah, he is. He got through the reserves, so yep. um. Obviously, on limited game time, I think he could play about 75% of the game. And, um, yeah, look, Jimmy probably say he wasn't outstanding, but he did everything we needed him to do and uh, got through. So his name, I'm sure he's put his hand up already and been on the phone to Sheeds today. But, um, yeah, I, I would think he'd push pretty hard for selection this week. Right, so so pulled up okay after the Yeah, no worries. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, he'll be fine. And uh, Jimmy will get a bit of pampering like he always does. And, um, yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> Clay Clay Cameron uh, also on the injured list with that ankle. Yeah, I, I, I thought Clay was going to play last week, so yep. uh, they may have just held him back for for an extra week. And um, yeah, I think look, I, I would be surprised if he doesn't play this week. I think he's um, he's ready to go, and uh, I know he's itching to get out there. It's sort of he's had a few little niggles. Uh, while he's uh, been building his fitness up, but um, the last few weeks he's been really putting in the power of work, and um, he'd be a handy acquisition to have back. It's uh, he's that player that can go back and forward and yep. um, utilise him where we need him, and especially with a couple of big guys down at the moment, he he sort of becomes uh, critical critical to our team. So let's speak about those big guys. Seb's still a, a fair way away. Um, Jared Redden is he is he a week, two weeks, three weeks? Yeah, We're not sure. look, I. I it's uh, Jared's had a f- uh, few little niggles that we've sort of had to settle down with a few few little jabs, and um, so he could be anywhere between one to three. Um, yep. So it's probably just going to be more on how Jared settles. But uh, I know he's pushing pretty hard to get back as soon as he can. Uh, he doesn't like missing a lot of footy. Um, and look, as a, as a footy club, we don't like seeing him miss games <laughs> no. either. But um, yeah, he he's not going to be. I wouldn't have thought he'd be too far away, and. Uh, it's with why we've got the the pieces in place at the moment cover him. I know Jared will be pushing as hard as he can to get back, and Seb's probably a little bit the same. He's probably yeah. just that little bit further along. Uh, he started a fair bit of rehab over the last couple of weeks, and um, look, conditioning is not going to be an issue. It's probably just going to be how the how the bottom the, the ankle holds up. 
That was the injury update. Thanks to Good Life Health Clubs. Good Life Health Health Clubs enjoy the convenience of 90 clubs nationwide from just $13.99 per week. Visit goodlife.com.au. And you can be part of the show. You can give us a call on 1300 736 736 or you can text in on 0427 154 166. And you can be the first caller on the show tonight. We've still got a bit of time. We've still got uh, oh, four or five minutes to go. I want that interaction. Yep. We do. Big um, big game Monday. It's a, it's a triple header again. We've got the reserves first, uh, the league at uh, 2 o'clock, and then the women under lights as soon as the, the men finish. But Anzac Day, always an important club, uh, always an important day, and to have the privilege privilege of playing on Anzac Day it's yeah yeah it's a huge honor for, for our footy club I mean our club's been quite lucky that we've been over the last probably 15 years got to play in a fair few of them and um, it's not lost on the players the importance of the day for our country but it's also the privilege that they are able to play on such a special day um, and that we can celebrate um, you know the diggers that uh, the, the amazing effort that they did protecting our country but um, look I think we're up against a, a really, really strong side in, in Glenelg. They're, they're flying at the moment. Uh, there's obviously a, a steeliness about their group of uh, after the way last year finished for them. And uh, they're the benchmark of the competition. Look, they, they have been for, you know, the best part of probably um, 18 to 24 months now. Yeah. And it's um, it's going to be a great challenge for our guys. You know, obviously a little bit tested in our height, height areas. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, it's the boys... We'll enjoy the challenge, and um, you know it's the day on the day we can produce anything. Likewise, that, likewise them as well. But um, yeah, looking forward to see how it pans out. Yeah, they've added a couple of players as well: um, Murdoch in the back line, um, Corey Lyons, Lyons as well through yeah. the midfield. So they're, they're yes, they are the benchmark. I think you're right. I've seen a, seen them a couple of times already this year, and they look very strong. Um, they'll have, uh, I guess they they want to some redemption some of the players from last year will want to prove themselves Definitely. again. So you imagine they'll come out very hard. Yes, I think initially. so. I think, yeah, I, I, I think the critical part's going to be that first quarter. You know, either way, you know, sometimes they might come out too hard and we can get on top yep. of them or if we're not prepared for it, you know, the game could get away. And I know being on the back end of a few central losses, um, you always boot yourself up for that return bout. And, um They'll be no different with that one, and uh, it's um, yeah. I think there's uh, probably a few guys from their team that probably have got a fair bit to prove from the last time we played them. Should be a great crowd as well. Um, weather looks reasonably good as well, so hopefully, yeah, uh, yeah, you can all get down there to Montaigne Care Oval, pack it out. Yeah, I think it'd be it'd be fantastic. I know we've got uh, we've got a past players day, and uh, we've reached out to Glenelg past players as well. That any. Um, any ex-servicemen that um, are part of a, the past players for Glenelg or the Eagles, we're going to invite them out for uh, when we do the last post with the players and hopefully get them lined up as well just as a, a nice little gesture. Oh, so, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's so the more we can get out initiative. there, the better. Yeah, that, that's awesome. So make sure you get down there on Monday and be part of it. I'm going to be there. I can't miss. Can't miss. It's going to be a yeah. cracking game. Um, and I believe the... Deck bar, or I've renamed it the back-to-back bar. Uh, that's that's uh, going to have all the past players in it yes. as well. Yes, yeah, just going to go on a little hiatus for a, for a week or two and uh, past players are going to take that over, so they'll, they'll get to enjoy the area down there. Yeah, oh, well, that, that's great. And, and again, if you want to book your spot in the, in the back-to-back bar for future games, all you got to do is ring the club on 8374 
2444 and you can book your spot down there and $85 ahead, which includes all your drinks and some nibbles and food. And it's good, good times, time. good times. That's the club news. All thanks to Normous Homes. Are you driving home to a Normous home? They're celebrating 30 years, Normous Homes, building a better life. Well, the music in the background, Powley, means that we're, we're always done. up for another Tuesday. Hopefully uh, you can tune in again and give us a call on the next show and be part of Eagles Radio. We'll see you Monday at Team Kia Oval and the Eagles take on the Bays. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.